0: This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode number nine. Today, we're going to discuss the benefits of journaling and the positive impact it can have on your health. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast, the podcast dedicated to navigating your life, how we can all improve our health and our well-being through small, healthy habits. And you know, you can start implementing them today. I mean, you can really get started today. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica. Each week, we're going to sit down with a certified health expert from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, and we're going to go in deep on some topics. We've already covered some of this, uh, nutrition, well-being, stress reduction. In this episode, we're going to be talking about gratitude, how we can rewire our brain. So our expert today, I can just tell by looking at her, she's an expert at rewiring my brain. My wife will love that because she's been saying for years, could you just go to go Home Depot and get some wire? Cindy Bjorkvist is here. She is a, uh, currently rather, a Director of Health and Wellness Programs at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. And you know, when you've got somebody here who's got over 30 years of experience in the health and wellness industry, that is good. And I just want to start off by saying, Cindy, welcome back to Episode 9. I'm great for you. How, was that? It like, How was that?
1: Oh, that makes me feel That's so my warm gratitude. and fuzzy inside. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That makes me sound old, though. Why? What 30, do you mean? Thirty-three years. Oh, of I know, doing but it didn't stuff. fly. It did. You look did. now at the
0: kids and your two boys, and you think, "Wow, time oh, is moving."
1: I love life.
0: So, can I really rewire my brain? <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, this is a fascinating body of research in neuroscience and and what's happening in this well-being place, if you will, is that they're taking neuroscience and they're taking positive psychology and fusing it into a lot of programming hmm. for these new wellness and well-being programs. But what this particularly talks about is if you want to reprogram your default setting. So everybody has a default setting and mm-hmm. your default setting may change, you know, through your life, but you have a default setting when you wake up in the morning. You're either default wired for happiness or... Perkiness, you know. Mm-hmm. I used to drive my boys crazy because I would wake up talking a million miles an hour and hey, have a good day. Ah, you know, like in your face, kind of yeah. positive. And so, some people are wired like that. Some people, unfortunately, are wired differently. So, this body of research shows that you can rewire your brain for happiness, for success, for more compassion. If you want to be more compassionate to other people, for empathy, like you just talked about. If you want to stop a bad habit or start a new habit. It's just a different way of looking how to change your habits. And this also extends to well-being programs and this mindfulness training and rewiring your brain can also affect glucose levels of diabetics, uh, pain reduction, improved sleep, improved weight loss, mental health, decreasing anxiety and depression. There are a Mm -hmm. ton of apps out there that if you have anxiety and depression, then you can actually download an app and meditate and be mindful and change the rewiring of your brain every morning. Well, there
0: are a lot of benefits to what you're saying. If I'm going to think of something that, that helps people bigger than self and I feel good about that, or if I hug somebody, I mean, there is all kinds of research that hormones are released where we feel good. That's going to have an impact across the board, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And 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 the science, what's changing is the science behind this. So mm-hmm. we know when we hug somebody, we feel good. I had this rule in my house, I still have it, that when my boys come to see me and they leave, we do a full brace hug. Before you leave my house, we're going to do a full break. We do, too, in our family. Oh, I love that. So that's good. We know that. But what's changing in the industry is this mindfulness and rewiring your brain and retraining your brain. This is going into the research and science base now. Mm -hmm. And so that's exciting. In 1981, if I recall, there was one study published in the 80s on this. But now in 2016, now we're in 218, but by 216, an average of 80 studies were published each month on mindfulness and how... It's helping people cope with their life and the face of change and retraining your brain. So all of this is starting to Mm -hmm. really propel itself into science-based literature, which is fascinating.
0: So you're saying, are you saying that and citing all those studies? Because when we started to hear the word mindfulness, and I know it's still kind of out there, like, what is it? And you've tried to explain that for us. It did sound a bit like hocus pocus at the beginning. (laughs) Right. It sounded like somebody wanted to sell me a book, or if you just take my program, you can retrain your brain. Now... We've got people with PhDs in neuroscience that are telling us there are things we can do that will help us. This is legit.
1: Yeah. And there's the science behind it. So yeah. let's just take that very first point where I said one of the things that you could change by changing your default setting mm-hmm. and you need, using mindfulness training is to make yourself happier. So, to give you an example of the science. So there is a what's called a isn't this kind of a I want to go to this university, Kyoto University in Japan is called. And there's a scientist there that did a research study and he used MRI scans to locate the part of your brain which is activated with happiness, and so I have a picture here, but it's you know in the frontal part. That's here. the picture of
0: your brain. Yeah, my, yeah Whose yeah, brain my is brain. that? Yeah. yeah, no, it's That's a brain. A big brain. Yeah. I want a
1: picture of my brain, <laughs> but it's the precuneus area, and so it's located at the top of the brain because you can't see a graphic, you know, on this podcast, and towards the back, but it's larger for people who feel happiness more intensely the science link here at the Coyote University is that when they had a, a body of people in this research study go through meditation mm-hmm. training, and you know what meditation means. Meditation is is grounded actually in uh, biblical terms as well. So it's your, mm-hmm. you're centering yourself, you're focusing on your breathing, you're downing yourself. And it they increase the gray matter in that area in their brain. So the link here in the jump is that, if you meditate, that you may be able to change your default setting and become happier because the gray matter is actually larger in that area. So wow. I don't know, you know, it's out there a little bit, but it's science-based. Yeah, but he's it's doing MRIs. MRIs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hold that
0: picture up of the brain one more time because this heard? is high-tech podcasting. I mean, maybe, <laughs> huh? Maybe somebody can see it.
1: <laughs> so, but, but this idea of happiness, you know, the research behind it not isn't isn't only that. They've got research on protecting your heart. Think about it. You know, if you're happy, there's or a protection in your heart. There are all these enzymes and hormones mm-hmm. that play in your body, strengthening your immune system, combating stress, you know, combating disease and disability, lengthening your life. So there's just this this flurry of research out there linking changing your default setting, and maybe isolating just this one happiness area, and then you can do that through many different ways.
0: And you talked about in, I don't know if it was the last podcast episode or the one before, the idea of becoming resilient. Yeah. If you're happy and seeing all those benefits, and all of a sudden you walk into the workplace or you head to a family event, and you've got somebody who's trying to bring you down, you know what I mean? That happens. Right, if you're resilient, you're able to fight that off.
1: Absolutely. It's not just
0: your immune system is tougher. You're just able to say, hey, I'm, ha- I'm having a great day.
1: Yeah. And being resilient also means uh, a lot of people use meditation and mindfulness to be resilient. But resilient is, it's not like you're not going to have negative things that happen throughout the day to you, yeah. but it's your ability to bounce back from them. You acknowledge it and you don't let your emotions take over. And then you actually are a resilient person, being able to bounce back and get on to your normal life mm-hmm. through that.
0: So we can use all those fancy words. You know, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on podcasts. (laughs) Physiological, psychological well-being, physical manifestations. This stuff does sound like it's out there, but you've got, and I know you've got a lot of this confined to memory. That's why you're here. That's why I'm grateful you're here, Uh, is this idea that this is real stuff. And if we just start practicing some of these things, we can change the science of our brain
1: right right exactly exactly so you you mentioned you've mentioned gratitude a couple times and that's yeah. that's another I'm having fun
0: with you but i am I grateful you're it. here
1: no no because i love it because it ties into A lot of what we talk about when we're talking about wellness or well-being and the things that people need to do to be their best self, Mm -hmm. this idea of practicing gratitude and that it's linked to your physical. You know, if you're more gratitude, if you're more grateful to other people, it affects you both your physical and your psychological uh, benefits and your happiness, too. Mm -hmm. I read a couple of research projects where they actually took people who were suffering from cancer, people who were suffering from illnesses, severe illnesses, and they practice gratitude towards other people and the, the effects that had on them and wow. their life. And so it's just a fascinating kind of body of research out there. We have gratitude classes that we teach at Blue Cross. And so how how to increase your gratitude throughout the day. It's just kind of something that's out there right now that more employers are actually linking into and practicing this mindful... So
0: what happens in one of those classes, seriously?
1: Yeah, so... I mean, so,
0: I know you're going to say thank you before I leave, but I mean, what, <laughs> what else are we going to do in a class like this? That. So I'll
1: give you an example. Uh, we have one of our on-site coordinators who teaches a, a mindful gratitude class. And so picture yourself coming into a dark room with about eight people. And these are all really super smart engineers. And this company has acknowledged the fact that there's a link to this so heavily into creativity and productivity and wow. sense of socialism within their environment that you have these, you know, eight or ten engineers go into a dark room and this one person leads them in not only a mindfulness exercise, lowering themselves down, mm-hmm. focusing their brain on their breath and going through that, all the physiological benefits of that. But then they practice this idea of gratefulness. So and gratitude. So you think of somebody who you can extend gratitude to. In your in your head, mm-hmm. and then you actually extend gratitude to that person in this class. So that's one way you're going to find employers doing that. Or, and this may be a little weird, but in my kitchen, if you were ever to come to my house, you would see a little chalkboard thing next to the right hand side of my sink. So when I had a, I went away to a resort, and I did, I love to hike, so I went to this hiking resort, and I had the opportunity to walk this labyrinth with this guru guy. And so when we were walking the labyrinth, he made me think about the one thing in my life that I needed to work on under the auspice of well-being. So it was gratitude and kindness because there's also research about leadership and how if you have a leader at a company and I'm a director, mm-hmm. so that I have strategy and I have all these things that I need to get done and financials and my P&L, that sometimes what I say is perceived as not being on the scale of kindness of zero to 10. Yeah. So I'm in a rush. I'm doing things quickly. So one of the things that I have in my kitchen is be kind. I wrote it on a chalkboard. Every single day when I'm at my sink, I'm walking through my kitchen, I see this thing to remind me to be kind. The one example that I can give you of that is when I'm in a traffic jam on 96, going to Detroit, and I used to say, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And I would get a little negative, like I'm on the road mm-hmm. and there's a traffic jam and somebody's in an accident or something. Now what I do in my head is I extend this thought that that person who just cut me off and flipped me off, you know, in their windshield, may be going home because they have a family member in trouble. Yeah. Or I extend this thought to them, or I say a prayer for them, or the person has an accident That's above great. me. I'm sitting there for for three hours on the highway, I'm not getting cranky because it's 100 degrees in my car. It's like, oh my gosh, somebody could have died, you know, when you say a prayer for the family. So so it's your outlook on life and you rewire your brain to be either happier or more empathetic or more kind. So this is the kind of things that are going on but within employer You sex. talked
0: about leaders and being a leader, you understand this, that shifting your life to becoming a servant leader and knowing that yeah. it doesn't matter who's getting credit on the team as yeah. long as the team goals are being met. Absolutely. Sometimes that takes a little rewiring too. Absolutely. But some of the greatest leaders ever have been servant leaders. Doesn't mean you're not tough. Yeah. Doesn't I, mean you don't get the P&L out. Yeah.
1: I yeah. Had a, I've had had a couple of great opportunities to go to executive training leadership where they actually embed that exact thing in you. Is that, that right? That, yeah. Oh yeah. It's fascinating. And they use journaling. So they would have you come into this workshop and journal both your career life and your personal life and, you know, talk about that. Go through five days of training and then journal come back again and it's the perspective change on what you're doing. You're mindful. You're more focused on being empathetic, being grateful, being happy. So it's it's just a fascinating research. So, so when you're talking about being happier or rewiring your brain, I want people to understand out of this that there's all this research out there helping people to get to that spot. And you don't have to pay money to go to a class. Mm-hmm. You could YouTube this, mm-hmm. and there's fascinating people out there that are talking about this kind of thing. One thing um, that if the viewer's Wanted to uh, research or read a book. Sean Aker has. Your listeners,
0: this... just so you know, they're not watching, oh, so you yeah. can wear anything you want. Yeah, I just wanted to point it out to you. You know, I mean, I spent a lifetime in TV, but nobody's nobody can see us right now. I just...
1: Oh, you're so cute. See, you make me happy. You're spreading happiness. I, I just love to, this. Just so you
0: know, nobody's watching except okay. in the control room. It's okay.
1: Okay, so if you're listening today and you want to do some research, there's a guy out there by the name of Sean Aker, and he fascinating and you should watch him on YouTube because okay. he's got Sean this Sean Aker okay Sean Aker A C H O R he has the happiness advantage uh book out there and so uh Harvard Business Review did a you know a whole magazine on him too so he talks about the use of positive psychology which is what we're talking about mm-hmm. today how do you rewire your brain to be positive and positive people through his research he's shown are more engaged more creative more energetic more resilient we talked about that mm-hmm. and more productive so there is a lot about this, and it's and it's not just something that's out there. Like you said, it's a wacky thing that people are doing. Yeah. It's science-based uh, psychology called positive psychology.
0: Can I just ask you a personal question? Yes. I mean, I, I'm going to ask you. So when you walk into your kitchen, and there's that <laughs> no no, I don't want to diminish it, but there's that little chalkboard that says, yeah. what does it say? Be Be, con- be kind. Be kind. I'm happy all the time. So you walk in, I believe that, but you walk in from this guy on the expressway that cut you off. You don't ever grab the sponge in the kitchen sink and erase it and go, I'm mad. I I
1: don't. I don't, but you know, I do have to re-chalk it every once in a while, (laughs) you you know, but yeah, but no, but it is, it is. And the idea that people identify, because we talked about changing behaviors in the last podcast. It's the idea that I identified that in the rush of my leadership role. Mm -hmm. If I, if I tell someone to do something, it may come across as a rush, but I always say thank you or please, you know, and so extending that empathy towards people. Yeah,
0: And this is providing you with, I'm hearing you say it without saying the word clarity, which always sounds a little funny. It's thinking clearly, right? I mean, it's really giving you a roadmap of how to do this rewiring.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I started this rewiring about two years ago after I actually saw Sean Aker talk in person. It was a phenomenal lecture. But I started this, you could take just a you know, those college rule notebooks, Yeah, you could take that. And what I did is I would write the three things that made me happy today, and then my goal for tomorrow. And I would rewrite that. And I rewrote that for six months. And then I actually went and purchased, you know, an actual journal on Amazon Prime. Did you get a leather one? I got did you a, go I, fancy? I, I didn't get the leather. I got the hard-faced one, okay. you know, the hardcover. Yeah. But you know what I did is I bought one for each of my kids. Now, I don't know if they're using them, yeah. but I sent one to both of my boys and gave it to them because I really do think that there's something about journaling and writing. I mean, I, did you keep a journal when you were a kid? I know I did.
0: I had I had what I would have called a diary as a little kid. Yeah. You know, as a younger guy. And then I have journaled and I actually have taken a journal I went on a few expeditions. I was blessed to go to the Amazon for ten days. I wrote everything in there. I and I look back at it and I think I don't remember feeling this way, that I was missing my family. I wrote stuff in there. It was kind of good to go back and see what was important to me while living in the middle of the jungle. You know, that's an extreme example.
1: Wow, Wow, that's fascinating.
0: So let's talk as we wrap things up here about this idea of accelerating our goals, having clarity, clear emotions. How do we get to this point of clarity? Because you know it, there are days we wake up, we start off fuzzy, we stay fuzzy, life is happening, life's happening at the speed of light, and we just don't feel like we're able to increase our gratitude. Give us a few things we can start. We can get the chalkboard, I know that chalkboard. Uh Uh,
1: Yeah, right, right. So I would think about the sense of well-being and think about the things that we're talking about in these podcasts. So exercise, nutrition, mm-hmm. mindfulness, meditation, uh, rewiring the brain being for, in balance for with happiness, all of us, yeah. being in balance. Yeah, all of those things. Identify one, according to BJ Fogg, one small step that you want to take and then start a journal. You know, start yeah. journaling. If you're that type of person that wants, or if you're not and you don't think you like journaling, then just try it. And and when they talk about changing habits, try it for like three or four weeks and see if you can maintain it. And if you don't, then try something different. But the journal. Journaling really is kind of science-based. Take that one thing that you want to change and you journal on it. And maybe with that one thing, like I want to start walking in the morning, or I want to start not eating fast food at all, or I want to start practicing empathy towards other people all day, or I want to start this or that, journal about it and start to rewire your brain. So it's, you know, that's science-based, and that's kind of where people are going with rewiring the brain.
0: I can do that. You're an inspiration. I'm grateful for you. I've said it (laughs) enough I'm grateful
1: for you allowing me to talk. stop, stop.
0: People are watching. I mean, they're listening. (laughs) Stop. Uh, Stop. This is a great, you know, I'm glad we're able to do this. This has been so much fun. We're going to come back again next week. If they let us, you know, we'll be back. Thanks for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like our show, you want to know more, check us out. org slash podcast. org slash podcast. Leave a review. You can leave a rating on iTunes or Stitcher. We're going to have new episodes for you available on your smartphone or your tablet. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or Stitcher along with your favorite podcast app, whatever that is, you can find us. Join us next week. We're going to talk a little bit more about the health benefits of social interaction. Cindy has talked about that, but it's in your circle of friends and even then some. What about in a world where everybody is saying, I've got so many friends. Are they really your friends? Find out how your actions and your habits can rub off on those people. So your gratitude, your great day can actually make them happier as well. Thanks for being with us.